Welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. Still in the year of COVIDiacy and uh, a new month. Can't believe how fast January went. My goodness. But uh, hopefully our connections are good. Things were seeming like they were kind of chopping around during the uh, intro there, but hopefully we're good. Anyway, this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the, competent, replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, wrapped around their training. Sorry about that. They're wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. When you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now, you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there. If you have any questions about anything, just hit the Contact Me button. It gives you the option to call and leave a message and or uh, send an email. Either way, we'll get back with you as quick as we can, usually within a few hours, and we'll do everything we can to get your questions answered. Also, while you're on the site, be sure and hit the Radio Shows tab, and at the top of the page, you'll see the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. There's over 700 shows up there, probably pushing 800 by now, and uh, they're all shareable via email and social media. They're annotated as what we talked about at the show, or on the show, and uh, we encourage you to have fun with it. Also, if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information about the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page is the link to the Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the Telegram channel. And uh, about the only thing I put on Facebook anymore, for the most part, is the links to the replays. And uh, Telegram is where everything else happens because uh, Telegram doesn't censor and Facebook does. So there you have it. Anyway, also hit the links channel or page, tab, excuse me. And uh, at the top of the page, you'll see the very top, you'll see a little picture of, uh, it says your DIY wealth. And there's a picture of a money tree there. If you click on that puppy, it'll take you to our sister site, Your DIY Wealth, and uh, click on the Hyperverse tab. And in that program, you will find some really cool stuff. Um, 
just uh, just to give you an idea here, uh, uh, imagine if you could uh, jump in on uh, well, things change Tommy here. Um, imagine capitalizing on the next mega trend that would be greater than the internet and mobile phone revolutions combined. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. And uh, by watching a couple of the videos in there, you'll learn how you can become part of the dynamic hyper community and experience incredible benefits of membership, which are just phenomenal. And at the, if you scroll to the bottom of that page, you'll also see three celebrities, Chuck Norris, Steve Wozniak, one of the co-founders of Apple, and Lance Bass, InSync singer. All three of them are endorsing hyper, Hyperverse. It's an absolutely phenomenal program. They see the, the benefits to it. And uh, I, I encourage you to at least take a look at the videos. And um, if you have any questions, get in contact with me. I think you'll find it very, very interesting. Anyway, keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show were those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Truth Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and trying is right for you. Well, I'll say it's not here to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a wealth issue either. Um, caveat emptor, buyer beware, always, but uh, I don't think you'll find a better program. Anyway, check that out. The number to call into the show is 833-TFR-LIVE. Again, 833-TFR-LIVE or 833-837-5483. 833 so that being said, we're just cleaning up some stuff on the screen here so we can uh, see what we're looking at. And we're going to sally forth <laughs> into the unknown. Now, really, there's a lot of craziness going on. Praise the Lord for the truckers up in Canada. And uh, now they have uh, spurred movements all across the globe. Uh, Australia is firing their trucks up again. Uh, hopefully they'll have better luck this time than they did back in the summer when they tried it. It kind of fizzled out. But... Um, you know they need to they need to stick with it just like they're doing here and uh, we got groups in America that are planning on a I think uh, right now they're talking about March 1st it'll be the convoy to Washington or something like that and um, they will <laughs> you think the, the the number of trucks that hit Ottawa was a bunch wait till you see <laughs> what hits Washington DC I would venture to say the entire inner and outer loops of the uh, outer belt will be, <laughs> every single lane will be trucks bumper to bumper. And the whole inner city, right in front of the Capitol, the whole shooting match. The only difference is, in Canada, the truckers have the support of law enforcement. I don't know if that's going to be the same here in the U.S., at least in D.C., because they are so liberal, so criminally corrupt, um, I don't know. But I'm sure that the rest of the country, for the most part, at least in the red states, <laughs> it would be interesting if they, they picked a, um, uh, a route that went only through red states and left the blue states to simmer in their own juices of uh, tyranny. But however it works out, 
whether they have law enforcement support or not, it's going to be a very interesting situation, to say the least. And I look forward to uh, cheering those guys on just like I am the guys in Canada. I think it's fantastic. I think the uh, outpouring of support by the public and law enforcement up there is nothing short of phenomenal and it's exactly what is needed in the land of the great white north and it's exactly what's needed here uh, a little farther south across the border um, this stuff have to, has to stop and it's just absolutely insane the level of um, idiocy you know last night as an example i went to uh, Went to an Apple store, wanted to check out an iPad Pro. And uh, I decide there's two of them within 20 minutes of me. The one is in inner city, well, not inner city, but it's in inside the outer belt of Columbus. And the idiot Columbus mayor has issued some kind of face diaper mandate. You know, it didn't re occur to me that uh, this other one was also, even though it's way outside the outer belt, it's still in an area that Columbus has annexed. And I went to this uh, this mall thinking if I'm an indoor mall where people are walking around, you know, some with, some without di face diapers, which was the case, that when I'd go to the Apple store, they wouldn't give me grief. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. I uh, came down the escalator, walked across, and there was a big wide door. I see a couple of employees on the right-hand side. Well, I would go through the left-hand side of the door. Uh, because that's where the iPads were. And this little dude comes running over. Sir, sir, how are you doing today? And I said, great, how are you? I'm great. You need to put on a face mask. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> so I have uh, medical exemption and religious exemptions. And federal law says I'm allowed to be here without one. And, of course, he goes and gets somebody else who comes over and tells me the same thing. And then he goes and gets somebody else that comes over. I'm assuming this was like an assistant manager or something. I said, federal law says that I can I can be here without this. You know, you're violating federal law and state law by trying to deny me access. That's not true. I said, it is true. I've got the law right here in my pocket. You want to read it? <laughs> nope, don't want to read it You know, because you're wrong. And it just went on and on and on. I said, I'm not. I'm not putting on a face diaper. Well, then why don't you go sit outside, out on the um, those benches out there, and we'll help you out there. I said, you going to bring an iPad Pro out to me? No. Well, then how are you going to help me out there? <laughs> it, I could not believe the Nazi approach. And it's just absolutely disgusting how people who claim to be Americans, when they hear Lee Greenwood start to say, well, I'm proud to be an American where I get to think I'm free. They're the first ones to jump up and start waving a flag. Like they say, they rattle their chains to celebrate their freedom. These frickin' morons in here and all the people that go into these places that dutifully comply. I said, I'm not wasting my time with you people. And I just left. I said, if you guys are going to be that big of an idiot. I, I wish I had planned ahead. I didn't really think that they were going to give me any grief there. So it kind of caught me off guard in a, in a way, but I wish I'd have thought to strap on my, uh, you know, it's like a GoPro, it's called a uh, Osmo Pocket or Osmo Action Cam. It's a little wearable camera that would record everything in 4K video plus excellent audio, and I would have had all kinds of questions for them. 
I would have had a piece of paperwork to uh, fill out and leave with them, advising them that they had just violated my rights and that I would be uh, going straight to the uh, county prosecutor and or the Ohio Civil Rights Commission and uh, all that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, like I said, I didn't really want that hassle, but the problem is, is I'm going to have to start going through it apparently. And so are a bunch of other people. If we're going to turn this crap around, um, the one thing I was thinking, you know, not very Christian of me, but you know, every once in a while these things happen and kind of lose my cool, you know, I didn't say it to him, but I was thinking, you know, I just heard recently that Tim Cook's requiring all Apple employees to be vaccinated. I said, is that just at the headquarters or is that all the stores too? And if you just say, yeah, it's stores too, so you got vaccinated, yep, good. Then two to five years when all you people are dead, I'll at least have the satisfaction of knowing you got what you had coming, you know? Because quite honestly, these people that violate your rights, they're just, they're just freaking Nazis. And they're not Americans. They're criminals. And uh, simple as that, you know, and we got to stand up and say no. And, of course, they, they have a little box of uh, little blue cancer-causing face masks they'll give you. I said, absolutely not. I'm not putting that thing on. It causes cancer. I said, not only are you trying to harm me, but you're practicing medicine without a license and several other criminal offenses. And it's just, it's, it's reaching the point where it, you would think by now people would start to realize that this stuff is screwed up. You know, you look at uh, look at just some of the things in the news and, um, you know, like, uh, where is it? Fully vaxxed colleges now seeing surges in COVID cases. And all of these highly educated people on these college campuses that are fully vaxxed or injected. Oh, we need more boosters. Their solution is always more of what caused the problem and didn't work in the first place. Colleges with students, students fully injected against the Wuhan coronavirus are now seeing surges in infections. These cases spike, or these case spikes were largely driven by the highly transmissible B11529 Omicron or moronic variant. The University of Oregon, oh boy, <laughs> is one such college that saw COVID-19 cases arise among fully injected students. Aisha Gorshin or something, a senior at the university, told NPR, oh, of course, NPR, you feel the stress on campus. People, I think, don't feel safe. <laughs> I sure wouldn't. You see the double masking and those N95 masks that I ne I've never seen people wear before. Despite UO's uh, student body having a vaccination rate of more than 96%, the university still reported 960 COVID-19 infections in the first week of January 22. This coincided with students returning to campus for in-person classes. Several colleges and universities also reported spikes in infections in the first week of the uh, spring semester. The University of Georgia reported almost a thousand positive cases on campus. Dartmouth College in New Hampshire, meanwhile, reported 1,196 confirmed COVID-19 cases. Cases, false positives mostly. You can bet the vast majority of all these people are asymptomatic, which means they stupidly took a PCR test that doesn't work, that was never designed for clinical diagnostics, and 
they ran it at such high cycles that it came up positive. And the thing is, the PCR test is absolutely worthless for this. You know, Kerry Mullins, the guy that uh, developed the test, said it was never designed for clinical diagnostics. It's like, you know, an example here. You know, I'm not saying that the virus that they allege causes this exists because there's no proof of it. They've never isolated it. And the thing is, is when you're running a PCR test, you're basically looking for a bicycle, let's say. And you can't find the bicycle by looking at low magnification. And um, one, one of three people who uh, are set to ring through my do not disturb just tried calling. <laughs> I hate to not call them back. Oh, goodness. But anyway... Um, you know, they can't find the bicycle at low level of uh, certain you know, cycles, so they turn the cycles up, and pretty soon they find a seat or a brake pad or the handlebars. But just like you can't go for a ride without the whole bike, you also can't cause illness without the whole so-called virus, or at least the spike proteins. And that's not what they're testing for. So they find a seat or a brake pad, and they say, oh, this is a positive case. When, in fact, it's not. It can't make you sick any more than a seat can't take you for a ride without the wheels and the frame and the chain and everything else. And that's what's going on here. You know, these morons that, A, push these tests, and then the other morons that take them are what has prolong this mess and it's all through that along with the constant harangue of the lamestream lapdog news media who gets all their funding from big pharma and that's why we have all these so-called cases which are not cases they're just false positives which they're calling cases to keep the fear going Dartmouth senior Sophia Kriz told NPR that she is worried that the steady rise of COVID-19 infections on campus could shut down the semester. Oh, please. You know, I would love to see all the colleges in this country shut down. That would be the biggest thing to stop the spread of communism and socialism that we could possibly do. <laughs> it sort of feels like we're in a state of limbo. We're all on campus, but we're all just waiting to hear how things are going. Yeah, they're scared to death. All I can do from here is just hope that things get a little more normal. <laughs> as long as you people keep complying, they won't be even close to normal. You cannot comply your way out of tyranny, period. You have to shoot your way out of tyranny. According to NPR, colleges are some of the most vaccinated injected places in the United States. Yeah, because that's where the idiocy is. You got all these stupid kids that want to go get socialized and all that good stuff with socialism. And they're willing to risk their lives so that they can go to the indoctrination camp of their choice. Ivy League or Big Ten or whatever. I don't even know what the other ones are called because I couldn't care less. But these people are just absolute nut jobs. And the vast majority of them are there for basket weaving, feminine studies, transgender studies, 
social work, I would venture to say the number of people taking those BS classes like that far dwarf those that are going for electrical engineering or mechanical engineering or, um, you know, real things that you can get a real decent job at, you know, and actually be a productive member of society. It's just insane what's going on in these college campuses now. You know, it was bad enough when I was going to them in the 70s, but man, now it's just unreal. You look at somebody, you don't know whether they're, you know, one of 27 different gender identifications rather than the two actual sexes, you know. And the funny thing is, until recently, gender had nothing to do with sex. It was about language, masculine, feminine, verbiage, and things like that. Sex was sex. You have a male, a female. You got an insy or an outsy. That's the way you came into the world, and regardless of what you do, the outside picture, that's the way you're going to go out of the world. Doesn't make any difference what you think you are. You are what you are, regardless of whether you think you're something else or not. I can say all day long, I'm the purple princess, but I'll never be one. Despite moronic (laughs) hitting fully injected people... The lamestream media claims the resumption of in-person learning in the spring semester is to blame for the infection. Yeah, (laughs) of course, they're going to look at everything except the obvious because they're too stupid to see the obvious. Because they would have to admit they were wrong. And they will never do that. According to the College Crisis Initiative, CCI, The only CCI I like is the ones that make ammunition. (laughs) Only 14% of colleges started the semester online. Before COVID-19 injections were developed, about 40% of colleges began their semesters virtually. Good grief. If Omicron or moronic hits only the fully vaxxed, why restrict unvaxxed students also? Oh, well, that would be too much of that. That's too common sense of a question. You can't ask that. If, you know, if their response is if the fully injected people are getting it, then the uninjected are really going to have it even worse. And we can't allow those people anywhere near because we got to protect the injected people from the uninjected. That's the liberal mentality. That's what they would say. You know, we're protected and we're still getting it. So we, you can't even come around, period. NPR also mentioned the different protocols colleges have implemented to address the spike in infections. Dartmouth has required all students to get a COVID-19 booster shot by the end of January 22nd, 22. The New Hampshire-based college also implemented weekly COVID-19 testing, of course, so we can keep having more fake positives, and moved most social activities online. Face-to-face classes remain, however. So basically, they're doing more of what they were doing that started this whole problem, and they think it's going to get better. Yep, it's the old, if you do over and over the same thing and expect different results, that's the height of insanity. And these people are about as insane as they come. Others have resorted to emergency measures. Some schools are now tapping hotels to house COVID-positive students. I wonder who's paying for that puppy. (laughs) One educational institute in Los Angeles opted for a more radical measure, 
isolated, uh, isolating uninjected students behind tape barriers. Ooh, those tapes. L.A.-based New West Charter School confirmed on January 18th that it had segregated a group of students who did not receive the injection. The school claimed that the cordoned-off students were conducting a sit-in protest against the charter school's vaccine mandate. The six students who did the sit-in, six of them, wow, were not even allowed to use the bathrooms. Oh, there you go. NWCS also allegedly threatened to suspend the uninjected students for turning down the COVID-19 shot. This sounds like a like a high school. And as far as I'm concerned, these parents need to get their heads out of their backsides and get these kids out of these schools. Homeschool them. They will get a superior education and they will not be indoctrinated with the socialist beliefs of these places. Because I guarantee you, if they're freaking out over COVID, they're socialists, period. According to a statement from the charter school, it had implemented a vaccine or injection mandate for students, unconstitutional, with a compliance rate of 96% because most people out there are dumber than a box of rocks. The six students who were cordoned off did not follow the newly injected new injection policy and still attempted to participate in classes. Oh, those terrible criminals. Leading NWCS to ask them to leave the campus. I would have gladly left. <laughs> the uninjected students refused to do so and instead did a sit-in. Good grief. College kids standing up. Oh, ooh. let's see here. Watch the video below of high school students standing up to mask mandates. And here on the caption it says, college students stand up. College kids, well, let's see what it is. Let's see how long it is. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, you know, a few minutes ago I was out here and let you know that you're going to need to uh, put on a mask and go to class or choose to leave. I'm letting you know now if you choose not to leave, you are going to be suspended which then will affect your athletic health. I'm going to give you a, a few minutes to uh, think that over it's 1023 now and at 1033, uh, if you're still here, uh, we're going to consider that. All righty, that's the end of the first segment. We'll be back in three minutes at the bottom of the hour with more Your DIY Health here on the True Frequency Radio Network. We'll see you in a few to get it all back they say we'll legalize your drug deal but you gotta give us lots of check we'll wake up you're being screwed pharmaceutical drug guys can be so rude they don't care if you live or you die long as they get that piece of pie my 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 don't care if you live or you die Long 
And welcome back to the second segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. Before the break, we were listening to a little video of, uh, I don't know if they're college or high school kids. One thing one thing says high school, the other says college. And uh, the whoever, probably one of the administrators has come in and they're giving them a whole 10 minutes to decide whether or not they are going to put their face diapers back on and comply like good little slaves or stand up and be counted as human beings and Americans and then be suspended for their terrible, terrible injustice and uh, violation. So let's see what happens. <laughs> choice to be suspended. Uh, yes, Kate? Uh, clarification, why are we getting suspended? In subordination? On uh, what? I, I let you know Yeah, so I was going to ask that. Can we have the police tell us to leave? Is that, can we have that? That'll be next. That'll be, there's a process. So, like I said, my office, that's the absolute thing. No, I understand that. for the audio quality but i can't make it any better i mean these all these people using cell phones and in a big room with a lot of hard you know stuff that sound bounces off of it makes the acoustics really crappy but basically these kids are standing for their uh, principles and their rights and i applaud them um don't know what the outcome was because it ends you know it was only two minutes and 12 seconds so it didn't say what the outcome was whether they were kicked out or i'm assuming they probably were and uh, you know good on them for standing up you know the trouble is is there's only a small percentage the vast majority of people whether it's in schools whether it's out of schools whether it's in the adult population the vast majority are spineless sheep and will do whatever they're told because that's what sheep do. And another name for sheep is slaves when you're dealing in politics and this kind of thing. And it's sad. It's really sad. But um, and there's always more sheep than there are sheep dogs. And the sheep dogs have a full-time job standing up against the wolves because there's a whole lot of wolves in government. Virtually all of them. Very few will you find that are going to stand up for rights and the right thing. Anyway, data shows COVID injections are spectacular failures. Of course they are. 
well, only at the publicly stated goals. You know, behind the scenes, what they were really created for, they're doing a great job. They're killing lots and lots and lots of people. And they're maiming lots and lots and lots of people. And uh, the interesting thing is there's a, a website that has popped up, if I can remember what it was called. Um, I can't. <laughs> and I don't know if I have it on this bunch. Probably not. And every time I click on one of these things, a new video starts to play. Um, but anyway, there's a site out there. If I come up, come across, I'll see. I'll look during the break and see if I can find it. But they have uh, some people who've been looking at the lot numbers. Uh, you know, they're checking out the VARES and the CMS um, reporting systems. And in most cases, when someone has an adverse reaction, one of the things the uh, system will ask for is the lot number and the manufacturer of the bioweapon that they received. And someone or some people have gone out and uh, analyzed that data and put together a database basically on a website that shows how bad your jab is. And just using that, uh, let's see, how bad is my jab? I'm going to put that in and see what it comes up to. Um, ah, how bad is my batch? Uh, let's see here, but that's, let's just put that one in. Is my batch.com, I believe it is. And there's a second, it's the same site. I can't remember what the other one was, but basically, um, the story of my vaccine injury by Robert Malone, MD. Hmm. Some batch lots are associated with excessive deaths, disabilities, and adverse reactions. This variation could be due to, one, variation in the amount, meaning the number of doses distributed for a particular lot, or variation in the toxicity of the doses. Both factors may play a part until we know for certain it's best to be cautious. And what this site does, though, is it breaks down the incidents or reports of um, severe or, you know, or whatever, whatever kind of uh, adverse events people are having and based on manufacturer and lot number. So somewhere on here, there is supposed to be a place where you can actually punch in your lot number, or at least you can find out, you can scroll through and see if your lot numbers show up and then have an idea what your chances are <laughs> of ha having a reaction of some sort. But they deal with all different kinds of things. And again, that's howbadismybatch.com. That's the long one. I can't remember the short one, but they, like I said, they both come to the same site. Um, let's see. Backup site has been created. Do, 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 do. Site may be slow due to high traffic. <laughs> COVID-19 versus flu vax. Uh, size matters, how injuries increase in direct proportion to numbers injected. That's definitely. Death differs by state. That's one of the things they found out as well, that it seems that a lot of these uh, 
highly toxic lot numbers have been funneled into red states. You know, they, they thought that they were going to get rid of, you know, red state people. Well, the thing is, is if you're in a red state, chances are you're not silly enough. Or if you're a red person, you're not silly enough to take one of these things in the first place. However, there are blue people that live in red states, and they are more than happy to roll up their sleeves. So the thing's kind of backfiring on them, I think. It's instead of getting rid of red people, the people that voted against Biden and his stuff, what they're doing is making red states redder because they're getting they're weeding out the blue people in the red states. So thank you. <laughs> it's just not happening quick enough, in my opinion. But uh, variation in toxicity, latest info on boosters, they've got all kinds of information there that you can take a look at. But uh, if you have received one of these things or you know someone who has and you're kind of curious, this might be a good place to go to see what the person's chances are. Um, there's still a lot of conjecture as to, you know, many of the shots given out are actually saline. You know, there's very little doubt in that. And then you have different levels of toxicity in the actual jab jabs. Uh, you might be a 25%, a 50%, a 75%, or 100% where the more, you know, the 100% shots will kill you. The 25% shots will give you mild reactions, 50 and 75 or somewhere in between. Um, and then, of course, you've got a whole bunch of people that got saline, so they have, you know, at least starting out, you'd have all these people running around, I got my shot and I was just fine. Well, that's because you didn't get the real thing. You're just an idiot. And uh, I would lump President Trump into that. I would venture to say he did not get the real shot. The shot that he got was probably saline. And now he's going around like a moron telling people that these things are safe and effective and everybody that's in the hospitals are unvaxxed, which is absolute bullcrap. So personally, I don't think he is in the dark. I think he knows what's going on and is part of the problem. You know, the reason I believe that is a uh, interview I heard recently with um, David Martin, who basically has been researching all this stuff and following uh, Fauci the fraud, the Ferengi, since the late 90s. And he was approached by one of Trump's family members and asked for his research, which he happily provided. And according to that person, it was put into Trump's hands. And Trump had the information. Now, whether he read it or not, I don't know. But I know he had the information showing what was going on. And rather than getting rid of Fauci while he was still in office, which he should have done, he let the little puke keep going. And then he just sort of bought right into the whole program with, with his Operation Warp Speed and all these other things. And to this day... He is still out there. If you ask him, he will say they're safe, they're effective. I got it, and it was great. My family's got it. Everybody's got it. Yeah, you'd like you got the real thing. Are you that really that stupid? Everybody's clambering. I want Trump back. You know, per personally, not so much me. All these people that want Trump back are so blinded that the, all they want to do really is they want to go back back to sleep, and Trump allowed them to do that. They don't want to be active in government. The only reason they're active is because they think the country's being taken and stolen, stolen away, which is true. The thing is, if Trump comes back, 
they're just going to go right back to sleep. Quite honestly, I think we'd be better off if we had a couple more years of Biden and Harris. And maybe, just maybe, the American people would say that's enough. We're going back to what the Declaration of Independence said. And let me read it verbatim. Do, 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 do. Uh, let's see here. Prudence, indeed. Well, let's go a little further. We hold these, this is the second paragraph. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Let's stop there for a second. You know, I have all this stuff, you know, government's supposed to protect us, government's supposed to do this, government's supposed to do that. No, government has one function and one function only, and that is to protect our God-given rights. How well do you think our government has done that over the last 240-some years? Hmm? Take just one God-given right, the right to self-defense, enshrined in the Second Amendment to the Constitution. We've got over 20,000 gun laws in this country for a right that shall not be infringed. And most people dutifully follow and comply with all of them. They are all unconstitutional and they are all null and void on their very face. We do not have to wait for nine clowns in black gowns to rule them unconstitutional. They already are. Read Marbury versus Madison if you got a question on that. So, one of our unalienable rights that shall not be infringed is being attacked at the local, state, and federal levels on a daily basis. And we want to continue this on? Maybe you do. I don't. Anyway, going on. Driving their just power from the consent of the governed. Yeah. Just power. That's the only power they have. Just power. That we allow them to have. That we can withdraw at any time. That when any form of government becomes destructive of these ends. In other words, protecting the rights of the people. I'd say that we are way beyond that at this point. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, must wear a face mask, must get your injections and boosters 5, 6, and 7, it is their right, it is their duty 
because rights are actually duties to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient's suffrage of these colonies. And such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Washington, D.C. is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having a direct object, the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused to assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. Yeah, I'd say that's true right now. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained, and when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. Yeah. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless these people would relinquish their right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. (laughs) He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing the manly firm with manly firmness his invasion for the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such disillusions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation were returned to the people at large for their exercise. Yeah, there's your voting rights stuff. Where's a good one? There's a He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices. How many of the uh, Supreme Court justices do you think were swayed in some of these recent opinions they've issued? He's erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. Can you say individuals representing Satan? IRS, Biden wants to put thousands and thousands more out there doing their evil deeds. It just goes on and on and on. And the vast majority of the generally dumb public just want Trump to come back so they can go back to sleep and this whole mess can continue on. Period. They don't want to be free. They want to be comfortable. And they're more comfortable under Trump because he says what they want to hear and occasionally does some of the things that he says. But the fact is that same guy rolled out Operation Warp Speed, brought these injections to, to the fore, and recommended that people get them and still is doing the same. And I have some crazy person out in California that has been, until I blocked their number, sending me all kinds of texts. Well, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to listen to this uh, rally he just had and see what those people want and what they need and all this stuff. See what he says. I watched much of it as I could stomach, but I know for a fact that nowhere in his speech did he say, I take full responsibility for the lives that were lost as a result 
of my ignorant rolling out of these injections. These things are bioweapons and no one should take them. And I apologize and I take full responsibility. Do with me as you will. But the blood of millions is on my hands. I didn't hear that. He didn't say it. He never will. Until he does, as far as I'm concerned, he's as guilty as Fauci and Gates and Tedros and all the rest. But that's just my humble, not so humble opinion. But I encourage you, if you're, if you're jumping up and down about all the stuff that's going on with Trump, ask yourself, do you really want somebody in office who is that egotistical that his, his pride, his ego will not allow him to admit that he screwed the pooch on this one big time? And that there are millions of people around the world, not just in the United States, that are dead and, and flopping around like beach mackerel and sick and probably never will get any better because of his pushing of these injections. I just cannot overlook that because he did a few good things like building a wall and that kind of thing. Granted, we need somebody that has the gonads to do that, but under the current system, you know, it's just more of the same. You trade Communist Party A for Communist Party B every two to four years, and as long as they keep us fighting amongst ourselves, we can't see what actually both parties are doing. And it's time to wake up America, as some people are saying these days, and they're actually involved in helping people stay asleep. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, how did I get on Rat Rat? Start out with how bad is my badge. <laughs> uh, put it this way, they're all bad. There's not a single, and this is something I wanted to play. Um, probably not going to have time now. We're almost out of time here. Um, there was a recording with uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny on the SGT report recently. Um, it was her and Clay Clark. And one of the things that she mentioned in the course of her 50,000 plus hours of research over the last 20 some years into vaccines, that basically she can unequivocally say there has never ever been a vaccine that did anything good. They're all harmful. They all lead to illnesses, and they have no, there's not a one that's ever stopped an illness. And if you do a little research, you'll find that until they come up with a vaccine for something, it's never been a big problem up to that point. You know, when I was little, chicken pox, mumps, measles, rubella, whooping cough, all that stuff, those were childhood rite of passage illnesses. Everybody got them. And if uh, you didn't have it and little Johnny up the street did, mom would send you to go play with little Johnny in the hopes that you would get it. And oddly enough, because this is just a theory, the germ theory, some kids went and played with little Johnny and got sick. Others went and played with little Johnny and didn't. If these things were so deadly uh, communicable, just being in the same room with little Johnny for a second, you should have come down with it and gotten sick and then gotten over with and had lifetime immunity. 
But because germs don't do what they think they do, that's why some kids didn't get sick. Because some kids weren't as toxic as other kids. The toxic kids were the ones that needed a detox and get rid of the garbage. And they developed symptoms that we referred to as such and such. Where others didn't. Imagine that. And whatever the case, those things were all a rite of passage. You know, very few children ever died from it. You know, yeah, once in a while, every 10 or 20 years, somebody would die from the measles because they were so screwed up. Uh, their body was such a mess from lack of nutrition and other things, they would not be able to handle it. But even the when I was a kid, you know, we had most, there wasn't such thing as such a thing as fast food at that point for the most part. You know, most meals were cooked at home by mom from scratch. And there was a lot better nutrition then. And kids got sick and they got over it. Bingo. No problem. It wasn't until they came up with a vaccine for chickenpox that all of a sudden chickenpox is a deadly disease and we have to eradicate it. And measles is a deadly disease. We have to protect our kids from it. They start giving these injections to the kids and it causes a resurgence of the illnesses that were on their way out to start with. I would venture to say if they hadn't come up with all these so-called vaccines, all these childhood diseases would probably be gone by now. Primarily because of an improvement in sanitary conditions, if nothing else. But anyway, that's the it, it for this segment. We'll be back in three minutes with more your DIY health here on the True Frequency Radio Network. Stand by and we'll be right back. Sorry about that. I forgot to turn off my speakers on the computer. Anyway, welcome back to hour number two of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And uh, just a reminder, we are now on two days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. So uh, that's why this is a live show today. <laughs> We've been doing this since the... When was it? Was it the beginning of the year? Or I think so. Anyway, um, it might have been uh, in December we started. I can't remember for sure. But anyway, for the last several weeks, we've been doing two shows a week now. And uh, so far, it's been plugging along. Happy to do it. And we're having fun. At least I am. Um, but, you know, we're looking at all the craziness going on in this world. And, uh, again, doing the same thing over and expecting different results. 
People really need to look at what's going on and wake up. And not just <laughs> to the R versus D. I mean, just realize that those things are distractions. Anyway, Canada Health Chiefs suggest vaccines and mask wearing may be made voluntary. <laughs> Imagine that. Especially since all these truckers are having a hissy fit and causing problems. You know, it would be good for them to come up with some common sense things. They should say, what they ought to do is come out and tell the truth. We lied. But they'll never do that. We were trying to get more power, and it backfired on us. We went too far too fast. They'll never say that, but that's what's going on. Incidental COVID cases make up a large fraction of hospitalizations, according to the data. Okay, keep in mind, you know, this is the whole thing. All the, the, the stuff that's going on, you know, you get the idiot in the White House saying that we have to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Just listen to that. Say it to yourself out loud and think about what you're saying. We have to protect the protected from the unprotected because the unprotected didn't get what is supposedly protected and protected. So we have to protect the protected from the people that didn't get the protection in the first place. Hmm. Does that make any sense at all? And it keeps going back. This is the question, the two questions I have been asking for as long as these things been out. If the injections work, why do I need one? In other words, if you got one, you're protected. Why do you need me to get one? And if they don't work, why do I need one? There's only one of two things. Either they work or they don't. And if they do work and you got it, you're protected. You don't need to worry about whether I got it. And if they don't work and you got it, you're not protected. And if I get one, I won't be protected and it won't make any difference either. So it's not about health. It's not about protection. It's about control. It's about forcing people to do something they don't want to do. They have enough sense to realize they don't, they shouldn't do, they don't need, and it won't do them any good. You know, unfortunately, that's somewhere between 30 and 50% of the U.S. population. I honestly believe that there are far more people that are uninjected than the government's alluding to especially when it comes to the second and third and fourth doses. There were enough people that were harmed by the first dose. A lot of people said, no, I ain't getting that at all. Or I got one, but I'm not taking number two. Or I got two, but I'm not taking three. The individuals, once they feel the, the burn, so to speak, from one of these toxic jabs. They figure out real quick, maybe I shouldn't do this again. There are some stupid people that are that far gone that they got the first jab and it, and it caused a reaction, but they said, oh, I better get the second one to protect myself from whatever I'm getting now. <laughs> and then the second one kills them. At least they protected everybody else from their level of stupidity. But none of this makes any sense whatsoever. And the people that still have a modicum of common sense and the ability to form a rational thought, 
This whole world has gone stark raving crazy. And it's like the old saying, stop the world, I want off, or beam me up, Scotty, there's no intelligent life left down here. You know, call it however you want, but my goodness. I want to get back on the Enterprise and get out of this star system as quick as possible. I mean, it is just pure stupid. Melissa Red Pill, whoever that is. The cabal is inciting Russia into war. Yeah, like why all of a sudden is Ukraine so important to the U.S.? Other than the fact that the Bidens get millions and millions of dollars from them. <laughs> you know, Putin is just doing what anybody that has common sense would do. He's protecting his interests. You know, if, if Russia had a bunch of troops stationed just on the other side of the Mexican border, do you think the United States would have some something to say about it? Well, this idiot, come on in. That's what he'd say. Yeah, here's your voter registration card. You know, tuck it in your wallet next to that little uh, communist uh, party membership card you got there. But yeah, that's what's going on. We don't need to be involved in all the world's politics. You know, all this garbage of the big, you know, the Russian boogeyman, Baba Yaga. It's all created to keep people scared and nervous and frightened and freaking out. And now the even the Canadian press is getting into the act. They stole a page out of the CNN playbook. You've got uh, all these truckers converging on Ottawa, and now they're lamestream media lapdogs. Well, this could be caused by the Russians. They might be the ones instigating this. Give me a break. It's people that are sick of being run roughshod with their rights that are instigating it. As well they should. Shouldn't have waited this long, but at least they finally reached a point where they said, that's it, we ain't going any further. Uh, pilot video FAA interview reveals strange encounter with unidentified aircraft over Atlantic City. Ooh. I was waiting to see maybe the pilot crashed or something because of objections. Prepper medicine combat antibiotic resistance with these medical, medical herbs. <laughs> Nuremberg violations. Should government vax agents be reclassified as enemy combatants? Hmm. Anybody that's forcing people to take these things? They need to be met with the same type of force. Big Pharma's siege of America. And that's what it's really all about. Money, 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 money. And I'm going to drop this into the chat room. And I'll also put it on the Telegram channel. For those that are interested. Uh, there we go. But, let's see here. Where is that thing? All right. Remember the last, this time last year, when the Vax bandwagon really got rolling? 
Vax had been announced in November 2020 and was fast-tracked through the approval process for an experimental basis at the time. Yeah, and it's still experimental. There's still nothing that's been approved by the FDA, despite the lies that you're coming out of the White House. But it took a while to get to uh, get to doses shipped and distributed and for people to become aware of where they could get it. That played out over December 2020, but by January 2021, the effort was in full swing. The first thing those uh, getting jabbed learned was that they would have to return in a few weeks for the second dose. That was understood and widely accepted, although the Janssen injection is different and only requires one shot. Janssen is not nearly as available as the mRNA injections from Pfizer and Moderna, but it is just as deadly. The bandwagon continued through 2021 to the point that about 70% of the U.S. population is now fully injected, and I really question that number. I don't believe it's anywhere near that. I think it's probably 50-50, 60-40, but not 70-30. Anyway, so much for the pandemic of the uninjected. But by September 2021, doubts arose about the efficacy of the injections. <laughs> yeah, even by the people who believed in them. They never did stop infections and don't stop the spread of the, of the alleged virus. But the public was led to believe otherwise. As the Delta variant raged in August and September, followed by the moronic variant in November, the entire vac story started to fall apart. The elites who have been blamed earlier who have blamed earlier outbreaks on the unvaxxed and those who are fully injected themselves began to get COVID by the millions. We ble uh, belatedly realized that this was not a pandemic of the unvaxxed, but was a pandemic of e where everyone is vulnerable. As I've said all along, and I think the, the vaxxed are the super spreaders. Now think about it. Just stop here for a second. These people take these mRNA injections, which there's now no question, the mRNA gets into your genes, reprograms you, and tells and programs your body to start producing the spike proteins, the things that cause the illness, supposedly. And in the process, the people who are injected now become the spreaders of this illness. That's why you have so many people who are injected that are getting sick, and you have people that didn't get injected but were living with someone who did who come down with it. You know, several months ago, I remember a five a round table with Dr. Tenpenny and several others who um, one of the doctors at the time mentioned someone that he knew, a gentleman who um, got the jab for his work and had his 80-some-year-old mother living with him. She did not take the jab, but right after he took it, she came down with COVID and it killed her. Now that's a secondary thing that you know the the this the really terrible part of all this is at this point there's no way to link her to him the fact that he got the jab for his work that then put her in a position where she catches it and dies it's anecdotal in nature 
but I don't know that there's any way to physically prove that that's what took place. Now, you could say, well, she never leaves the house, and the only person she had contact with, with was him. And, you know, it's now proven that these people get these things and they start producing the spike proteins and, and basically infecting themselves and anyone around them. You know, stands to reason that that's what happened. But you'll always, well, that, there's no way it can be proven. That's just anecdotal. It's just a coincidence. Yeah, well, these coincidences are happening far too often all around the world. Not just in one part in the U.S., not just, it's primarily in the, well, I wouldn't even say that. It's just everywhere. People all over the place are getting these things. And, you know, the sad part is the people in red states who have a blue business they work for, that, you know, one such one is the one my wife just resigned from after 30-some years. Everybody else has basically shut down their injection programs, but this, this particular health group in central Ohio has doubled down and said, we're, we're going forward. You got till such and such to take the jab or you're fired. And that's what's so sad is the biggest Nazis are the ones that should be the ones screaming against these things. But they're so tied to big pharma, big, they do whatever big pharma says because that's where the money is. If they go against pharma, their jobs are gone. And the people running these medical groups are high enough up that they can get a saline shot and say that they got vaxxed, no problem. You know, they're in a position where they can say, give me a shot of saline and give me a, a CDC vax card that says I got this lot number from Pfizer, Moderna, whatever. So they're safe. But then they force their employees to get the real McCoy or lose their jobs. Because they could care less about the employees. They want to keep their golden parachutes, their big money ticket thing going. And in order to do that, they got to bow down to Big Pharma and the government. And, of course, you got the government who, through the CARES Act and all the different things from CMS and all the other things, you know, on average, from the time someone comes to a hospital and is tested positive is brought into the hospital system and run through the ringer and they come out the other end out of that meat grinder um, with um, a death certificate that says COVID, the hospital gets over $100,000 minimum on top of the regular bill. And in some cases, like West Virginia, it's like 470000 And there's other states that are just as bad. You think they're going to turn that down because some employees' rights are being violated? They could care less. And, you know, like I said, we're just going to wait. And the people that got it, got the real McCoy, they'll be uh, doing their thing here before long and keeling over. Morning, Unplugged. Welcome. Good to see you, buddy. Sent you part two of Once Were the Living from Space Busters. Uh, must watch. How long is it? <laughs> uh, let's see what I can find here. Do, 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 do. Um, 
Where is my personal channel? Oh, geez. Good grief. Well, let's do it this way. Well, there we go. Well, I'm not finding it. I'll just keep looking later. Anyway. Ooh, there's a lot of stuff there that I haven't looked like I got run all the way at the bottom. Nano man. Uh, DNA is an antenna. Control experiment. Bren pooped. Good grief. There's a lot of stuff in here. Anywho, I'll just have to look for it later. But, um, yeah, the insanity of this mess is just, just unbelievable. <sighs> anyway, let's go here. Where were we? Um, anyway, by September 21, doubts arose about the efficacy of the vaccines, the injections. They never did stop infections, and they don't stop the spread of the alleged virus. But the public was led to believe otherwise, as the Delta variant raged in August and September, followed by the moronic variant in November. The entire vac story started to fall apart. The elites who have blamed earlier outbreaks on the unvaxxed and those who are fully vaxxed themselves began to get COVID by the millions. They belatedly realized that this was not a pandemic of the unvaxxed, but it was a pandemic where everyone was vulnerable. As I've said all along, the virus goes where it wants, or, you know, whatever it is. Never been isolated, so how can you say it goes where it wants? We don't even know it exists. Still, Moderna and Pfizer came forward with the booster shot, which is really just another dose of the same thing as a solution. Exactly. We just need more, need more, need more. Every time you get one, it just knocks out your immune system that much more. And by, by number four, uh, best reports are saying you have virtually no immune system left. You pretty much have AIDS. And at that point, you get the common cold and it'll kill you. Tens of millions lined up for their boosters in the fall of July, or excuse me, the fall of 2021, only to get the moronic variant of COVID when it ran out of control in December. So the booster didn't work either. Imagine that. In fact, there were some evidence that the vaxxed and boosted are more vulnerable to Omicron than the unvaxxed because we have taught the virus to evade the vaccines by giving people so many injections. It's like a antibiotic resistance bacteria, supposedly. There's also some evidence suggesting that repeated injection weakens the immune system overall, making people more vulnerable to other diseases, like I just said. Since these injections are experimental, it'll take years to fully understand their effects. But rather than admit failure or at least offer a note of caution, Big Pharma is at it again. Big Pharma triples down. The CEO of Moderna says a fourth dose of his injection will be needed by this fall. He doesn't call it a fourth dose. He calls it a second booster. <laughs> but it's the same thing. What this really means is that the effects of the VEX injection wear off after three to six months, or if it ever really did anything at all. And you'll have to get boosted or boosters the rest of your life and take your chances with serious side effects, including heart failure and even death. I can understand why the drug companies favor that. I don't understand why everyday Americans would. <laughs> 
Yeah, the drug companies, the more the more boosters you get, the more money they make. And dumbass, or excuse me, stupid Americans, boobus Americanus, well, if I, if I have to get it again, I'll get it again. I've, I've seen reports of all these morons out there saying, if I got to get one every month, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's how scared they are. They have been led to believe that this thing is so deadly I mean, even you've only got a 99.87% chance of survival if you get the disease. But, I mean, good grief. You know, people are so scared of it that they'd, they'd be willing to take a chance of uh, playing Russian roulette every time they take one of these jabs. Oh, that's far better than a 99.987% chance of survival <laughs> with the illness itself and lifetime immunity or at least a much better immunity. Uh, once you actually contract the actual illness, I can anyway. Ninety-six point two percent vaccine in Israel swamped with COVID. Imagine that they're one of the most injected places on earth, and they've got some of the highest in numbers of cases. When it comes to injecting the entire population, no country is more aggressive than Israel. And why would that be? Sounds like they don't care about their people either. They're just trying to kill them all off. They acquired large quantities of imported injections and recently began an effort to manufacture their own in order to not rely on imports. Beginning in December 2020, Israel vaccinated 14% of their population in a mere three weeks. Today, the rate of fully injected Israelis is 96.2%, the highest in the world. Israel is also aggressive when it comes to boosters and is already working on plans for a fourth shot or second booster. But... This Vax campaign has not really helped Israel. They had huge outbreaks last summer and another wave from Delta and now are swamped with new cases from the moronic variant. All of this is consistent with the best research that shows that injections do not prevent infection and do not spread or stop the spread of disease. However, they do reduce severe cases and fatalities. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I think they cause cases and fatalities, at least until they lose their potency after the period of months. <laughs> Scientists want government to admit injection failure. That'll never happen. Nobody in government will ever admit that they were wrong or that they did this on purpose to kill people. Now, serious scientists and clinicians in Israel are calling upon the government to admit that the injections don't work as expected and to work out other ways to control the virus, including effective treatments instead of infective uh, injections. Let me ask yourself, why is it that the uh, lot numbers that were the linked to the most severe adverse events were routinely sent to the red states? Oh, that's just another coincidence? Or did Biden and company, Fauci and company, decide that they were going to send these things to the red states and hope that they would be able to kill off a bunch of people that are not happy with them, let's say? That seems to make more sense to me, but I think, like I said, I think it backfired because the people in the red states aren't going to take it for the most part, except for the blue people in the red states. And that just, you know, gets rid of them and makes the red states redder, which is fine with me. Anyway, the letter is addressed to, uh, let's see here. Now serious scientists and clinicians in Israel are calling on the government to admit that the injections don't work as expected and to work on other ways to control the injection of the virus. 
ignore it. That's the best thing you could possibly do. Ignore it and go about your life. It'll go away. Including effective treatments instead of infected, infective vaccines. The letter is addressed to the Israeli government, but it equally, it's equally accurate as applied to injection mandates anywhere in the world, including the U.S. As I stated earlier, it looks like we're at the point where the injections may be doing more harm than good, you think? By, in effect, training the virus to mutate the ways, uh, ways to defeat the vaccines. The irony is that uh, the uninjected may have a better natural immunity than the injected, injected against Omicron. So stick with us. We'll be back in three minutes with the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the True Frequency Radio Network. We'll be right back. Cancer research, the biggest revenue. They make all those billions lying to me and you. The same folks that brought you this toxic sewer are now going to bring us all a cure. Somehow I just don't think so. Now the IRS gets billions from people like you and me. Then Medicare pumps it back to the drug lords, don't you see? And we are back with the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the True Frequency Radio Network. And uh, we're looking at an article here. Just bottom line is (laughs) these things ain't working, the injections, that is, um, for their officially noticed purpose, which is to help people. It's killing people. Yeah, they're working like a charm, and that's what Gates and Fauci really want. But anyway, Black Lives Matter funneled millions to charity to buy mansions from communists. Imagine that. (laughs) ADL changes definition of racism so only whites can be labeled as racist, of course. Good grief. Ominous signs of impending Russian invasion. Half dozen landing ships leave Baltic Sea to enter Mediterranean as blood medical supplies arrive. Canadian trucker says drivers are being electronically tracked by government. Trudeau admin pressing Biden regime to do the same for U.S. drivers. (laughs) Screw that. (laughs) Anyway, there is a video that I wanted to play. I think I've got enough time to do it here if I can find it. Uh, What was in that section? Um, Should be... Not that one. Here we go. This is a very interesting little thing, and I think I'm trying to, I can't remember how long it is. It should be, we should be able to get it in this segment. So here it goes. If I can get all this other stuff to go away. Uh, come on. I hate when they, these stupid questionnaires pop up and you can't get past them. I urge UNESCO to answer my question, has there been a violation of our universal and fundamental human rights? And if this violation was organized at a level of parliament, does this constitute a crime against humanity? Fauci is the most eloquent, brilliant, pathological, psychotic liar 
I've ever met in my life. Nobody can touch him. We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. At the time, it, it was apparent to me that there was another agenda. We have to keep boosting people. Um, it was very apparent to me that we were being suppressed so that the massively um, profitable vaccine could be pushed. Because if the frontline physicians and the rest of us have been treating this successfully and had that been picked up by the media and supported by the medical system, there would have been absolutely zero need for a vaccine. In the meantime, we have come to understand that at least until the beginning of the rollout of the so-called vaccines, there was no excess mortality anywhere. The horrific images were partly staged and partly based on gross medical malpractice. That's a big statement right there. That's a big statement. There would have been no need for a vaccine. There would have been no need for a vaccine. And to take it a step further, um, the powers that be that suppressed, repressed, censored, and threatened us have a lot of blood on their hands because 80 to 90% of the deaths would have been prevented and of the hospital admissions would have been prevented. But there is no money to be made. Well, the vaccines are very good news and uh, the supply constraints will be largely solved as we get out in the middle of next year. And so we'll be limited by the logistics and the demand. Uh, in a lot of countries, it's not clear what the demand level will be. Ironically, in a country like many in Sub-Saharan Africa, where the epidemic hasn't been as visible, uh, your demand for the vaccine, it's challenging to generate that, but we'll do the best we can on that creating the virus. We have to keep boosting people. Fauci knew that this was going to kill people. Fauci is a serial killer, and he should be brought up for crimes against humanity. Fauci has killed more people with his uh, and Gates with their trials all over the world, probably than Adolf Hitler. I mean, you've had endless anti-vax <laughs> Conspiracy theories and things like that. Do you think that people have, do you think the, on the whole, people have changed their minds about their willingness to hand over data when it comes to things like health? Well, I'm not sure that, you know, this was an interesting trust, uh, a case test of people's trust in their politicians or their health system. And, you know, statistically, uh, we didn't do as well as I would have expected, you know, in fact, you know, I'm cited as some, you know, mastermind of some evil yeah, plot uh, in many, many cases. So we were mocked, we were derided, we were censored, and we were threatened. Not just me, but, but it's not just my experience. This is the experience of from treating millions and millions and millions of patients all over the world. And, and in the United States of America, you know, you have the frontline physicians and not just the frontline physicians. They've been the most um, uh, uh, focused and 
um, have received more notoriety because they are so organized. But there's people all over the country, just like the frontline physicians that have been doing that, including myself. You know, a lot of people jumped in and took the vaccines, but a meaningful minority in most countries were led down a path of believing that not only, you know, was there were there rare side effects, but that the vaccine wasn't uh, properly tested or was part of some evil conspiracy. I was dead wrong, Christina. I was dead wrong. The vaccine did not increase the death rate fivefold over 10 years. I was dead wrong. The vaccine increased the death rate 25-fold in 10 months. So had we done that study, we could have asked a third party to do an interim analysis. And had they done that, they would have seen a massive 25-fold increase in death and adverse outcomes, and it would have been taken off the market. And then the other thing that I aspirationally hope to be able to encounter is the ability to rapidly respond to something brand new, whether it's a brand new pandemic or, as you mentioned, a brand new attack upon us deliberately by bioterror. Tony Fauci and Francis Collins actively conspired to destroy any discussion of the appropriateness of lockdown strategies. Fauci knew that this was going to kill people. Fauci is a serial killer, and he should be brought up for crimes against humanity. Many of them were hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. What we mean by that, if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID. The hospitals receive a bonus from the government. I think it's like 3000 bucks. And they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual, when in fact they may go in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. So it's overcounting the number of children who are, quote, hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. I think I'm gonna lose my mind. It's maddening to see Fauci, the CDC and others admit the basic truths that we've all been shouting for the last year. But here's the thing, it only shows that we're winning. People are waking up day after day to the terrible restrictions that they have been forced upon with no grounding whatsoever in science. And the more they are forced to admit that they don't act with only science in mind, the closer we get to normalcy. Virtually none of the people who allegedly died of COVID had actually died from COVID. 96% of the people who allegedly died of COVID in New York and Bergamo and 85% of those in Sweden had died from completely different diseases. Informed consent is completely null and void. No, No patient should ever believe anybody in the hospitals or the healthcare profession, they shouldn't believe we've lost all of our credibility. And that hospitals have financial incentives, including death incentives, financial incentives. To discourage early treatment. And for me, I'm personally offended by watching my discipline get destroyed. I'm Dr. Scott Jensen. What have we done? 
I just finished a house call on a patient who's in his mid-80s. He did everything he was supposed to do. He got vaccinated with two shots in the spring of the year. He got his booster in the fall of the year. I saw him in the office, what, three, four weeks ago, and his antibodies for the spike protein were greater than 800. He's got COVID now. His wife had COVID last week. He's not doing so well. You can't give honest, informed consent when a nurse or a physician have a gag order on them. You can't do it. It's impossible. Many times patients have felt imprisoned in a hospital. Families have felt like they couldn't get their loved ones out of the hospital. And they were frantic because in the hospital, the, lim- the uh, if you will, the menu of options for patients was so limited. Patients are just frantic. Doctors have not been there for them. The patient-doctor relationship has not stood the test of time during this COVID pandemic. So this pandemic, we want people to get vaccinated rapidly so that we stop those transmission chains up to the elderly who, you know, the U.S. still is at over 1,000 deaths a day. I think the total is something like 30,000 in incentive if somebody gets put on the vent. Then they get a bonus if somebody is declared dead with COVID. And it was, what we learned, it was a propaganda campaign initiated and directed by the top levels of scientific leadership within the federal government, including Francis Collins and Tony Fauci. Uh, That is absolutely shocking to me. Uh, What it essentially did is it sent a signal to all other people, scientists and others, uh, who 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 wanted to who were having qualms with this lockdown focused policy and told them you know if it's a nice career you got there if you if you if you were to speak up you know with that nice that nice NIH grant you have well I mean I don't know like something would be nasty if something were to happen to it what we're experiencing is a coordinated media warfare the level of which we have never seen before. And I and my peers who are experienced in multiple outbreaks have never seen this level of coordinated propaganda. We need surveillance systems that can work even when the local government is dysfunctional or not interested in in trumpeting the information. The fear and anger that arises from the powerlessness forced onto the populace by the self-proclaimed elites and experts. Many folks whose job is unaffected by the lockdowns talk down to the masses about which path forward is right and which is wrong. What troubles me most is this very lack of empathy among the policymakers for the common man and, in general, for people unlike themselves. What was at play here? What, the, what they wanted to do was to create a false sense that there was a scientific consensus when there wasn't a scientific consensus. They effectively lied and created a propaganda campaign in order to get their policy. uh, And um, unfortunately, they got their way. I mean, do you think they knew that they were killing people at the time? Or or do you think they were true believers in the vaccine is really the... I I, I go with, um, you know, I look at the recent publication by the famous Dr. Robert Malone and the author, Dr. Matthias Desmond. Well, there is one thing is, is, is clear, and it is that the higher the level of, of education, the more susceptible or the more vulnerable people usually are for mass formation in general. And so that's something surprising, uh, but 
but um, uh, and you can also try to explain that from a psychological point of view but Gustave Le Bon mentioned it Hannah Arendt mentioned it almost everybody mentioned it that has been studying mass formation the, the higher the level of education usually the more vulnerable for mass formation so, so so Peter and I are constantly subjected to the question what the heck is going on with all your physician peers yes yes and you have indirectly forced this vaccination on pregnant women. And there is zero safety data. Dr. George Wendell, Dr. Susan Raymond, and all the other officers of the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology, you need to retract that. You need to specifically state that the vaccination should not be used in pregnancy. And if you don't, you're gonna be held accountable. And as I said in my letter to you, the COVID vaccination in pregnancy is gonna make the disasters of DES and thalidomide look like prenatal vitamins. There's a huge number of dysmenorrhea and menometriorrhagia. What are, what are those? This is alterations in menses in women. So oh right, there's, that is that's a huge issue. There's and and they deny it. Men, menses, we menstrual cycles. Um, p p women going to menopause very young. Like I know a girl who's 36 who got the vaccine hasn't had her period in eight months. What did we learn early on from the Pfizer data package? Which, by the way, when that was disclosed by Byron Bridal from Japan and sent to me, was the first thing that really lit me up and let me know that something here was rotten. The unethical, illegal, immoral, illegitimate, and unconstitutional threats and mandates. No one who values their health should ever commit the body to a series of a multi-year injections of genetic therapy. It just simply cannot be done. Let's hold the line and hold it here. You found that as interesting as I did. There was so much good stuff in there and all the different things, you know, the, <clears throat> the statements from Gates and Fauci and uh, all the things that are now coming out. Uh, they talked about the uh, women that are uh, going into menopause at an early age. And then you also have just the opposite where women who have already gone through menopause are now menstruating again. Some crazy stuff going on. And uh, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's all because of these injections. And there's no telling what the uh, long-term effects are going to be. Just looking at some of the stuff in the chat room here real quick. Uh, <laughs> as many of you are aware, federal government has mandated all health care employees be fully injected or have medical and or religious exemption. Uh, 76% of you have chosen to get injected, and I appreciate your efforts and your regard. <laughs> As such, 24% of the facility yet to be injected up till now has been in limbo as the Supreme Court ruled on the injection mandates. The Supreme Court has ruled, however, in favor of mandates. This will require everyone who works in this facility to have either one 
first dose of the injection or medical exemption signed by a medical provider or religious exemption must be in place by February 14th. That's my wife's new uh, first day of work at her new facility she's taken it to. <laughs> uh, so two weeks from uh, whatever bunch of stuff. I'm attaching medical exemption form and religious exemption form. <laughs> well, anyway. I don't know where that came from, but... Oh, wife received this from a veterans home administrator. She's not a healthcare worker. Just did another re... <laughs> cool. Uh, of course, he had antibodies. That's the normal response by the body. Oh, well. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff going on. It's getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And... I am just trying to figure out where did that thing go? Good grief. Oh, there it is. Um, let's see what's new over here. And documentary exposes the other holocaust of Christians in Russia at the hands of the Bolsheviks. Hmm. And... Without big banks, socialism would be impossible. Yeah, they fund it. <laughs> they fund everything. They fund both sides of every war. Uh, big Pharma wants to come into your home and take over your toilet seat to monitor your health. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yowzer. That's some toilet seat. Kasana lands $30 million to take its heart-scanning smart toilet seat to the FDA. Okay. <laughs> and one of the more apt examples of bringing med tech into the home and meeting patients on their terms, the developer of a smart toilet seat has raised $30 million to pursue an FDA clearance. Kasana, C-A-S-A-N-A, aims to provide people with a regular heart health scan without intruding on their daily routine with electronic sensors for logging heart rate and blood pressure built directly into the cushion of the toilet seat, that is. The smart seat is different from virtually every other vitals monitoring product in that it takes no time out of your day and works best when you forget it's even there. Kasana CEO Austin McCord said in a statement, the startup's Series B round brings its lifetime fundraising total to $46 million. It was founded in 2018 by a postdoctoral guy at Rochester Institute of Technology, initially under the name of Heart Health Intelligence. The, in, uh, the financing was led by uh, Morningside, with additional backing from Matrix Partners. Ooh, Matrix Partners. <laughs> Uh, and the company's uh, Series A Investors General Catalyst and Outsiders Fund. Kasana is also exploring studies to examine how the routine collection of heart data can help health systems and insurers catch early changes in cardiovascular health and act preventatively to address issues such as high blood pressure. Another of the company's uh, commercial goals is to have 
hospitals provide patients with the device as they are discharged so they can scan themselves at home following surgery and help head off readmissions. Seems to me there are several wristwatches out there that do the same thing (laughs) and uh, wouldn't require tearing your toilet apart to put this thing on it. Um, You know, to me, it's a waste. (laughs) Crazy. But they'll, you know, people put money in anything, even toilet seats. Since the company's debut, the COVID-19 pandemic has placed new value on remote patient monitoring technologies, a market that passed $23.2 billion in 2020 and is now on track to grow past $72 billion by 2025, Kasana estimated. However, many current devices are, are see frequent in, ad, uh, adherence or infrequent adherence, or can be too burdensome on users with their daily notifications and reminders. As heart as healthcare moves from the doctor's office into the home, convenient home monitoring is becoming increasingly important for patient care, said Jeffrey Leiden, Kasana's chairman of the board and former CEO of Vertex Pharmaceuticals. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> So there you have it, some weird stuff going on. Get your get your toilet seat here. Well, I'll tell you what, they got the bottom of this thing's got little circuit boards all over it, little sensors and all things. It's like you gotta be kidding me. I wonder how that stands up to pee pee. <laughs> have they done any tests where it's immersed in urine? <laughs> uh, that's what I would do is pee on the thing. Anyway. Ooh, COVID-19 vaxxed Olympic gold medalist dies at 51, but media calls him an anti-vaxxer. Media lies in sacred rights of the vaccine cult. The coverage of Sylvester Casalne's death shows you are being called an anti-vaxxer is more about what you think than what you do. The independent... uh, has put out an early and strong entry for the for worst journalism of the year award, resulting yesterday or reporting yesterday the death of Hungarian gymnastics coach Sylvester Kasalny. Under the headline "Anti-Vax Olympic Gold Medalist Sylvester Kasalny Dies of COVID, Age 51," the glaring issue with this headline becomes clear just three paragraphs into the article. While Kasalny had, and uh, according to the Hungarian newspaper Blick. Uh, expressed anti-vaccination views on social media. The six-time world championship medalist had been vaccinated to allow him to continue to work as a gymnastics coach. So there you have it. He may have been against it, but he took him so he could keep working. How many times have we seen that and the outcome's the same? They're dead. Just insanity. Lots and lots of insanity. And uh, they never question why a previously healthy 51-year-old you know, gymnastics coaches are pretty healthy. Whatever need to be put on a ventilator or how the ventilator-associated pneumonia or ventilator-induced trauma may have contributed to his death. Yeah, he probably got remdesivir, too. Who knows? But don't have time to go into that because we're just about out of time. We'll say take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. And uh, we'll be back in an hour on the Eurofolk Radio Network. You can find us over there. The information's on my website under the Radio Shows tab. And if not, we'll see you Thursday morning right here. Same bat time, same bat channel at 10 a.m. Eastern. Until then, take care and God bless. We'll see you soon. 